Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. I'm Super Alex. I'm Dr. Kevin, and I am natural today. I guess that means that I will be the junkie. He is definitely got a lot of junk. Wait a minute. I think there might be somebody else here. Yeah, don't leave me off. You, Who's that? Who's that? Who is that? This is Dr. Dozier, Woo. and I'm lifting it up spiritually. That's right. That's right. He's pumping you up spiritually. Yeah, pump you up. We are here. And he we here. are... With Supernatural Super Natural Junkies. Hey folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly why why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Alex, and I'm here today along with Dr. Kevin and Dr. Dennis and Dr. Dozier. <laughs> That's what I'm talking Dr. about. Dr. Dozier. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and after that last episode, you know, we we see this war break out in Israel. You're like, mm -hmm. exactly what we were talking about and exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> so, so we're all like, wow. Sounds Did we like, predict that? Yeah, the cabal is. No. Cabal has heard our message. That's right. No, <laughs> no. Right. We were just talking about our Bible, folks. That's what we were doing. <laughs> So, and you see that Bible happening in the world today, and it's, you know, it's it sends chills down your spine that 2,000 years ago was really the last time where we see a lot of writings from the Bible, and yet, here we are, we have these prophetic events happening in, in front of us. So, are you guys shocked by the amount of the um, supporters for the opposing Israel? Are yep. you Because there's protests, there's marches, there's all this propaganda on all the social medias yeah. um, trying to sway right people's opinion yeah. it's been, i mean it's yeah. been going on for a while it's not like it just happened but this um this war happening has really highlighted how much of it is on everywhere that is anti uh israel yeah you're yeah. seeing some of that for sure yeah, yeah. there's definitely something that's going on but i mean you, you look at the situation and and some of the things being said out there about how things were set up it's like okay how could this happened. How could Israel's Iron Dome not detect this and, and everything? And you wonder, you know, you got to understand that, you know, we, we, there is, there's biblical Israel and then there's Cabal Israel. You mm -hmm. know, we, we're going to talk about things today about the Cabal, you know, and how they run the things of the world and so forth. And, um, you know, they, they try to, to simulate certain things and, and institute things that um, 
the way they look the, aren't they're not the way they look. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so um, I think that's called deception. Yeah. 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 And that's the signature of the end times as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Dennis, before we start wading in really deep today. What about that verse you were talking about? Yeah, something that maybe goes along with some Segway. of this stuff. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> Isn't that that thing? <laughs> right, thing? That, that you fall off of? Uh, from Revelation chapter 18, I think this is apropos. Um, After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through her abundance of her luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins. Unless you receive of her plagues, for her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her inequities. Wow. So let me do a little quick review, folks. We were talking, of course, on our last episode, specifically about you know what was happening in the war in the Ukraine. And uh, I know Dr. Dozier and I, we've been talking about this for quite a while, but there's just a deception you know, with, with what's happening there. And, um, you know, all of a sudden, isn't it amazing how we're supposed to be anti-war? The whole media's anti-war until it's a war that they want, right? Mm. And it doesn't matter how many articles were written, written about how evil the Ukraine was, um, down to even trial, child trafficking, right? Child mm-hmm. pornography, all of these horrible things and how the oligarchs were completely in control of that country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see Russia coming in and saying, listen, you can't have arms on our border. You can't have chemical labs. You can't join NATO, which is exactly what we did, you know, in the Cuban Missile Crisis. We weren't going to let Russia do that to us. So now the shoe's on the other foot, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the media comes in and supports this because, again, who controls the media? And this is where you start to really, you know, we're going to be asking a lot of questions. We're going to be looking at... Vanguard, BlackRock. That's right. Just to name a few. Mm -hmm. We're going to be looking at the juggernaut. China's number one in the world, folks. That's what's really going on. And so once you understand this this transition, and we'll see it becomes a little transition to say who's controlling who, but that makes Russia number three in the world. And all of a sudden now, now they have a losing war. You know, the NATO alliance is trying to say that we should be able to have arms on our border, chemical labs on our border. And so this is an expansion we had world peace, really. We had this, the wall came down in, 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 in around the world, really, not just in Germany. And so there's been a status quo. This is a breaking of that status quo. And now Russia is faced with the reality, well, if they're building their alliance, somebody right on our border, what can we do to build our alliance and strengthen ourselves against them? And so the Islamic world becomes the only candidate. And that's what brings back to mind a war in Ezekiel 38 and 39, talking about Israel being attacked by Islamic groups in around the world, and then these countries in particular, but then this far northern country. And uh, I'm going to make Dr. Dozier say those big words. 
Don't, don't stress him out. Gog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Magog. Here we go, Doc. Okay. First, I want, I want to go back to the surprise, or so was I surprised, were we surprised that uh, there was so much support, so much uh, uh, anti-Israel sentiment and so much support for uh, the Palestinians. I wasn't that surprised. No. Maybe first it hit and then it just clicked in. No, I'm not, I wasn't that surprised because Jesus tells you about two gates, two ways, and there's one that's far wider than the other. Well, and so you have to think about what's traveling through that. What's traveling through that is not lined up uh, with Christ. Amen. And then here is here is here is the great deception. You've got people who live in that area who are not warlike. But what you do is what they do is they have people in this, such as Hamas, Hezbollah, mm-hmm. and all Iran backed. They come in there. And the main thing is to annihilate Israel. It's That's it's, right. it's mm-hmm. not about it's not about a two state system. It's not about having two states. Yes. It's about driving Israel in the sea. So mm-hmm. now who's behind all of this? The one that's behind all of this is Satan. That's right. Uh because God is he's coming back for his people. And he doesn't want he doesn't want one Israeli to be here. Satan is thinking more so self-preservation. And so he doesn't want one Israeli to be here. His, perhaps his mind is, well, what reason would God have to come back if I destroyed everything that belongs to him? But that he's not going to be able to do. Uh, if you listen to the media, it's one or the other. Either they are, and those who are not of Christ, they are. So we have to talk as it is. Either they are spiritually illiterate, which if they are not of Christ, they are spiritually illiterate. They're, 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 they're stupid when it comes to the things of God. Or you have those who don't want to mention it because you don't want any backlash. When you hear things like, uh, what would cause them to do this? Why would they do this? Why would they? It's Satan. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's call it as it is. It's Satan. Uh, it's such a great hatred. And then when you... Look at our universities. The students in the mm. universities have been uh, indoctrinated with this oppressor and op- uh, oppress thing. And what this has really done is the opposite of what someone would think that would do. You would think it would cause you to be compassionate, but it more so makes you full of hatred. Mm. And so things happen and you start thinking, well, the people deserved it. Uh, but nobody deserved to have babies decapitated. Oh, that's right. They're saying, oh, that's really not happening. That isn't happening. Show us some show us some pictures. And I think in America, we have to stop sanitizing the news. In other words, when you have pictures of things, show it to the people so that the people can see how bad things really are. Oh, I forgot, but they don't really want you to know because there are a lot who are, who are in mm. that particular system as well. So mm. uh, that is what I am seeing. Now, going to what Dr. Cruz was bringing out, we look in Ezekiel 38 and 39, and we look at uh, Gog, who is a leader, Magog. There, mm-hmm. That's the land of Gog, but you also have Meshach. Uh, all of that appears to be uh, in the area of, of Russia. 
And then you have those Baltic states uh, that would come up under that. Uh, that appears to be what was uh, formerly the US, the Soviet Union, all of those nations. Ukraine was the Soviet Union, and, and all of those particular areas were Soviet. Because after, the, after World War II, Russia took those particular uh, regions. Now, eventually, what is going to happen is out of... Out of the East, there's going to come this power, uh, Gog, on the land of Magog, and his armies. What they're going to do is they're going to race across. They're going to be traveling west. Okay. And then you got other nations that are going to be a part of this, Togemon and Put and the Lubims and all of this. So they're going to be coming from the East, the West, the North, the South. And everything is centered on uh, Israel. Because that is the place, mainly Jerusalem, because that is the place of the Lord's return. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to say this. I was talking with someone last week and we got into this conversation and they were they were they were a good listener. My eyes were getting a little crossed. And uh, then this was the statement that was made. I'm going to somewhat paraphrase it. Uh, when I first began to speak of end time prophecy. And they would say, well, I don't know, because you get these different prophets who are saying this and saying that. And I said to them, I said, let me say this. Most of them who call themselves prophets, especially if you have to call yourself a prophet, they're not a prophet. Yep. It, it's not about uh, me giving you one-on-one -on -one words of wisdom and this and that and the other. When we speak of end-time prophecy, what we're doing is we are we are tracing what the Bible has given us. And we're looking at, even though we know no definite timeline, we're mm -hmm. following it. And we're looking at those things that happen. And, and I did say this, and uh, I meant it in a humble way, but pretty much a sincere and honest way. I said, you call up five of those people right now. Let's sit at this table right here. I said, and in five minutes, they will be out of conversation because they're not going to go biblical. That's right. Mm -hmm. I said, and I'm going to go biblical. I said, they are not going to go biblical. Mm -hmm. And so I looked at that and they went with further. They said, well, you know, there are different people that have areas that they specialize in. Like some might be healing. Some might be this. Some might be that. I said, no, if you're a pastor, you're supposed to be a watchman. Mm -hmm. And we should know the counsel of God. But that told me right there that there are a lot of people who do not understand the importance of knowing what God's word says about all matters right. pertaining to life. When I hear these things about a pastor saying I'm a specialist in this area and that area is past my pay grader, why are you pastoring? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. You, you should be a lifetime <laughs> you should be a lifetime student of the mm -hmm. word of God. Right. So people don't realize that this is going to affect all of us. Sure. Because of because of uh, what they're hearing, but once I was able to break that down, I ended up talking with this person for about two hours. Wow! And they were very thankful for the conversation. And the thing about it, I wasn't feeling that great. Mm. I, I don't see how I made it through. I, I really wasn't was feeling this on that the great. Phone? No, I had to go and pick up something, and oh, I decided gosh. I would make the trip and go and pick it up. And it was. It was about maybe. He six, didn't talk to me for two hours. Maybe, last was week. <laughs> maybe about six or seven minutes from my house. I just know when I finished, I was like, "Now I gotta make it home." <laughs> but but I made it home. But that's what we're seeing today. You have a lot of people who either show little interest, mm -hmm. 
the biblically illiterate, or they do not realize mm-hmm. the impact that it's going to have on their on their lives. So, mm-hmm. uh, the thing that that came out of that for me is people are thinking that when someone says something that the Bible brings out, uh, it has to happen right then, or it's not so. Right. But things take time. Israel time. Israel didn't become a nation again until, what, 1948? Mm-hmm. And yet we can go to Ezekiel 37 and look at the Valley of Dry Bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that was a few millennia before that time. Mm-hmm. And so, but when we're looking at things that are happening right now, in my humble opinion, whether it's at this time or not, those areas, those, those nations in the Baltic area will be like one. And it's going to move against the things of God. That's we right. have to remember the Euphrates is already dried up. Mm-hmm. And so we can't say, okay, the Euphrates is dried up, but they're not coming through now. The armies are not coming through, so that part is not true. Right. It can be dried up, and it could be 100 or 200 years later before they come. Mm-hmm. But when we look at things the way they look today, unless God causes some type of renaissance or revival, it does not look like things are going to get uh better. We probably live we probably live in one of the worst times in human history. The the morals are at their lowest uh uh worldwide. If you study history, there have been times when it was bad, but it's terrible now. Uh uh as far as uh betrayal of nations and all, mm-hmm. the lines are blurred. Yep. And you have you have other nations that are sitting back and they're looking at uh, what's going to become not just a marginal nation, but an insignificant nation. They're looking at America and it's like, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, mm. It's just a matter of time. And yep. then we've got some giants that are waiting, the main one, uh, China and uh, Iran will be a big player. Mm. Iran will be a big player in this move on Israel. And the mm. thing is, They've been telling us what they're going to do. And we've been doing this policy of appeasement. It's either appeasement or you're lined up with it. Yeah, It's one or the other. It's either appeasement or you're lined up with it. And I want to say this. If you're not of God, you're lined up with something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, you know, it's important if you go back and listen to that episode because my entire life, I've been looking for what in the world, why would Russia align themselves with the Islamic world? And that's really what we're seeing. Oil. And so you can see that the oil, you know, when I was a young kid, you know, I didn't realize how important the, the oil really was. But you can see, you know, we went to war and all of a sudden what happened to our gas prices right away. We saw that jump. So, again, these powers that be are looking for a way to stay in the conversation and the kind of power that United States wields and, and now China wields, uh, Russia's like, listen, we don't have a lot of options. And that's what's so interesting because the Bible talks about how this Gog and Magog, this this northern entity that rolls in that clearly seems to be Russia, it says he puts hooks in their jaws. Like he doesn't want to do it. It doesn't make any sense to do it, but he gets trapped where he almost has to do it. And so we talked last week how Russia is being forced into this situation here, but then we also jump back and now we see this 4,000-year-old hatred 
right, that's coming in, you know, between the people groups, really the children of Abraham. Dr. Dozier? How do you catch a fish? I think you put a baited hook. Okay. <laughs> and when you put that hook in his jaw, what do you do? You yeah, pull it. So your intention was to catch the fish, right? Yep. God's intention is to bring them this them into this. That's right. Okay. Why? Because they refuse to retain God in their knowledge. Right. The if you look in Revelation seventeen, verse seventeen, just going right there, God gave them a mind to mm. do what they're doing. Yep. Okay, he gave them a mind. And I've heard people say, well, that's not fair. If God gave them this mind, it didn't have a chance. They did have a chance. They chose to reject him. Mm-hmm. And so they chose to say, okay, we have the power. The whole thing is to show that he is God, to glorify himself. That's sure. right. And I want to say this right now, and this is not a prediction. This is biblical. In the end, Israel will be standing alone. Mm. No ally will get to take credit and say, we delivered Israel. Mm. Mm. That's mm. interesting. Yeah. All the glory is going to go to God. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason why we'll have to be insignificant. Yep. We'll mm-hmm. have to either be against them or insignificant yep. because they're going to be all by themselves. And then when everything comes against them and it looks like it's the end, that is when many are going to crowd and recognize that Jesus is Lord when he comes. Right. And so he is going Mm -hmm. to get all the glory and nobody else will get any credit. Zechariah 12, right? It does make me, it does make me think back to those jaws and the hooks, if you will, does make me think back to where God says that he hardened Pharaoh's heart. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, but you can also see... You're getting into the whole discussion of, of, of freedom of choice. That's and the right. freedom of choice is really, well, it's, but people don't realize it's based on your, your nature. So if you have a sin nature, yep. your choices are limited. You're not choosing things of God. You're choosing things of your sin nature. Right. Well, and there's a lot of things involved, but again, it's to show God's glory, right? Because mm-hmm. that Pharaoh had already chosen a side. Okay, let's just be honest. So it's it's pretty straightforward what was going to happen and why he would get his heart hardened. But now, you know, you can see that, that Russia's never turned into this evil entity, mm-hmm. you know, since Stalin, really, right? And uh, since then, there's been some... You know, we've seen some moderation in that. We haven't seen this this polarized country, and you really could argue that that China's moves are much more threatening to the United States than than Russia's have. But nonetheless, immediately we're saying, "Hey, these these are their options." And what did we see happen? Now we see this war with Israel. I mean, a surprise attack. I mean, thousands of, of missiles. I believe. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know the count on that? How many missiles they fired? Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not sure, but it wasn't. A, that's not what surprised me. It's the thing that surprised me: these guys coming in on uh, on on those paragliders, paragliders and stuff. Yeah. It's like, how did that get? Yeah, did, there is a question, and that's why I brought up what I said earlier. How did Israel, who's got the greatest intelligence in the world, how did this happen? Right. You know. Well, that's you can a question. see. Surprise works on everybody. Well, it's not just that, too. When you think back at the pandemic, how did Israel get so deceived into taking all those vaccines? Right. So what my point was being is that the Gabal, with their evil hearts, the Luciferians, 
the people that are, are trying to run this world and this and so forth they're the ones that are calling the shots and so forth it's true and a lot of them are they, a lot of them are they have jewish heritage or culture you know that's at least that's what some of them say so you you have to remember there's a lot of jewish people in the world that are as lost as the day is long oh, of course and jesus as, wasn't very nice to the jews exactly. he had to call them a lot of names exactly exactly <laughs> synagogue but of satan and, and it, you it's, know pardon the pharisees he was pretty straightforward to them that's it but so now you can see that if russia is going to if this is their only allies now the world can see the hate it's not about a two-party state like Doc was saying here. No. Right? Yeah. This is about annihilation. Sure. I want to add something to give some clarity to what we're we're saying. And once again, for those who are listening, don't please don't say, see, they're jumping. As soon as something happens, they're jumping. Remember, mm-hmm. things take time. Mm-hmm. We say that, okay, we won World War II, but it didn't happen on the day in which the war was declared. It was about four years later. Okay, and hundreds of thousands of American lives and millions of lives around the world. Who really yes. won? Horrible. Okay, that, when you look at it, uh, uh, if you if you look at this, and these things are being put in place right now, as a believer, we should be able to recognize this. And if we don't, we have to ask ourselves, well, do we believe that these things are powerless. And and where I'm go- where I'm coming from is the book of Revelation and I'm just going to go to verse chapter 16 verses 13 through uh, uh, 14. And this is going to give you some clarity of what we're seeing even today. And it reads as such, and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs mm. come out of the mouth of the dragon, the dragon being Satan and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false false prophet. For they are spirits of demons working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth. They go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. To the Mm. battle of the great day of God Almighty. Uh, when God draws something, let say God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempts he any man. When God draws something, it's because they refuse to uh, uh, adhere or listen to his truth. And when I look at this, I can give you an example of Ahab. Ahab did not want to hear the man of God. He said he wanted to hear him, but he wanted him to speak in his favor. And when the man of God, at first he wouldn't say because he knew it was going to happen, and Ahab insisted that he tell him the truth. When the man of God told him the truth, Ahab became angry. He said, he told mm-hmm. Joseph, and I told you he didn't like me. And he had him locked up. Mm-hmm. And so there was counsel that took place in heaven. Okay. And there were the different spirits. One said, I will go this, I will go this, I will go that. One said, I will go to him as a lying spirit. And God allowed that demonic entity to go. And so what did it do? It, it lied through the mouth of Ahab's prophets mm. and told him that he would succeed. <laughs> and so he went out and he was destroyed. Okay. When we look at hooks and jaws, we can't believe that. When, when, when this happens and it leads you in such a way, God will use the agency. God will use the agency of the demonic to accomplish his purposes. If you want to yield to the demonic, then he will use it. 
but it's going to definitely lead to your destruction. And that's what we see here at the end. There's such a great demonic influence. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's telling them you will win. You mm-hmm. have a strategy that will win. Right. Mm-hmm. This satanic strategy will win, but right. it will not win. It may look like it, but it will not win. Right, right. Well, and you can see that, Doc. Um, you know, this is not a spirit of war like we've seen before. This is a spirit of terrorism, right? Mm-hmm. And we, again, we were attacked. You know, Jonathan Kahn goes into this spirit of terrorism and where it comes from mm-hmm. and where it even goes back to. And that this is spirit is goes something so far back that that's how they did this. And so you see... You know, what they did to children and babies, you know, that's not winning, right? That's not war. That's terrorism. It's trying to take the thing that you love the most, right? The most precious thing in the world, really, Mm -hmm. and demonizing it, you know, torturing it. It's just Mm -hmm. something that, again, America refuses. And so, you know, all of us are shocked when, when we're there being told to stand down. Because the Ukraine's not being told to stand down, and they're they're taking on Russia, hmm. right? Hmm. So this is quite the oxymoron, right? The, you know, this is a blatant attack on a country that is a good country. It's our ally. Um, Ukraine has, like I said, all you have to do is go back to those articles, and a lot of people have talked about how even the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, have wrote all these horrible articles about the Ukraine and all the horrible things happening there. But suddenly, they're just saints and angels how about the irony just being that well people are saying well the ukraine should be allowed to strengthen its borders it is its borders after all but the irony being well israel can't protect its borders right Right. Uh, why the difference and it that should be Mm -hmm. obvious neither can the united states right right right. (laughs) but that should be obvious to anyone looking if that's if that's Mm. the stance you take right and that is the stance that Mm. You know, most of the media is pushing and everyone else seems to go along with it. You know, everyone's got those stand for Ukraine. Well, then why can't we also stand for Israel? Right. Because isn't that what they're doing? It's kind of hard to justify one and not the other. Yeah. Right. But somehow they've made it like you said, we know that they're beheading. Right. right of their hostages, those 300 they supposedly have, if not more. But we know that it includes infants. Right. And we yeah. know toddlers right? Women. And we know that's happening. Well, so, and this goes back you... to, uh, we got to listen to Dr. Uh, Robert Malone come speak here locally, and he's going basically straight into it. And I know Dr. Noja will want to chime in this one as well, but there's a mass hypnosis going on. Mm-hmm. These are not the droids you want. These are not the the wars to worry about. Mm-hmm. That one's not, but this one in Ukraine is, you see. And so that's how it's just completely... brainwashing. They, it's brainwashing. And, you know, if you're going along with this, you're being brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's very clear to see. But the reality is, no matter what the world says, no matter what the media says, God has said something about his people. Yeah, And it's there's a special covenant that's going on between God and his people. And we've mentioned there's two mo- movies uh, called The Miracle of Israel. But it is the miracle of miracle. It is, really is the, the biggest sign or the super sign of the end times that we live in. And now this conflict is brewing, and you can see that if Russia is forced to form a NATO-type alliance, which they've already declared between them and Iran, that's 10, 15 years old. If they do the same thing, you can start to see this polarization, and now 
Russia has no skin, no game in, in, in Israel, but because these allies have this everlasting, you know, hate that goes on between them, you know, you can see that, that they would be pulled into this because they don't have any options. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's what's happening in the world today, you know. But there's no doubt, um, you know, there's everything in, in Israel. You know, um, I have a Jewish rabbi that comes in and talks to me and he tells me all the stuff that's going on in Israel. And uh, hopefully we're going to get some people on here that have actually been over there recently to give us some insider information on that. But the bottom line is these are God's people and he has a covenant. And that covenant is going to reveal that Jesus was Lord. <laughs> and th- this these troubles that they're going through, that they missed the Messiah, but the Messiah didn't miss them. God is has a covenant. He's going to come back around and show those people that he's been looking out for them this whole time. Yep. And that means that God is going to keep his covenant with us. That's what's so great about a covenant-keeping God because, you know, once you're part of his family, he doesn't give up on us. Yep. So um, what else have you guys seen happen in that war that you guys have seen on television? Well, I mean, obviously, it, you know, we talked about how, you know, the, the marketing and the pro-Palestinian marketing and what's going on there. And it's a shame. I mean, the, the other thing, too, I mean, about the Palestinians is that they're not all Hamas. No, no, no. There are Christian Palestinians. Right. They're, they're, their leadership is berserk, okay, right. and d- demonic and whatever. Yeah. And they have their hatred for Israel, and so does uh, Hezbollah. But there are people over there that do not want this war. They do not want any part of it. No and they're doubt. Just, and they're just, unfortunately, caught in the, they're going to be caught in the crossfire. Now you know that Israel has been holding off on a ground offensive. And there's a reason for that, because, I mean, what was it? I think 2014 they went in to Gaza, and they lost quite a bit of troops because it's a way that the, the, the type of warfare and how, they, how Hamas fights uh, it's not conventional, um, and uh, you know I think they're being smart about it right now. Um, you know, trying to target some areas in there and so forth. I mean, it's concerning. Um, and then you have Hezbollah is starting to bomb the northern border, which is another concern because you know we know Hezbollah is aligned with Iran directly, and so is Hamas. So Iran's Iran's pushing this with the money that Biden gave them. That's right. You know, so, I was wondering when they were going to bring you know, that up. So, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy, but it goes back to what I was saying about well, don't you think those Afghan sides of these wars. What about all those Afghanistan weapons that we gave them? What about that? Yeah. Someone's, uh, I'm sure the Taliban have had sold that off to, uh, Iran or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny. I saw a video of Joe Biden yes. back in 2005. Yep. Did you see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he said, talking about pulling out, but if we left them, then they're going to come back and use these weapons against us and your grandchildren. I'm like, so we would never do I that. Mean, dude, really, dude? Right. I mean, see, this guy, this guy is, is, is just a pawn of, of the establishment, the establishment that's running. I mean, it's, it's just, and then you got to think back of recent history about you know going to Ukraine and how Obama and and Biden and their administration how they you know changed the government of Ukraine and got this this crazy wacko who's in there in charge you know and then Biden was the told them to fire that uh, that that the guy that was investigating his son's company remember that right I mean so there's so many pieces to this that they're, they're all tied together and. You know, I mean, I think God's going to be glorified and everything. You know, we always say, that, oh, things are bad. Things are, you know, things are, 
you know, there's a song by Casting Crowns that, that, you know, it's not things are not falling apart, but things are falling together. Well, and that's it. And God has a plan. And uh, the fact that he knows the future, again, he didn't give us Bible prophecy to predict the future. He gave us Bible prophecy so that when it was happening, we would know that mm -hmm. he knows the future. Mm -hmm. And that means he knows your future and that your future, our future with him as his children is something that we can trust, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's where we have faith. It's actually something that God put there so that in difficult times that we would be that we would have more faith. That's really what it comes down to. You know, so I'm going to say um I forgot my thought. I can't believe that you did? <laughs> I did. I think Dr. Doja well, did it to you. Why you why you doing that? <laughs> why you doing that? I want to go back to when you were speaking of uh, Dr. Robert Malone when we were uh, at the uh, Citizens Defending Freedom and he lectured there. Uh, Dr. Malone uh, brought some things out because I'd mentioned uh, a few podcasts ago, just mentioning, didn't get deep into it, but fifth generational warfare. Mm -hmm. And he began to, to talk about that and he really, really expounded on that. Uh, he said this is very powerful technology, but here's what he said. About what he, he referred to as walking hypnosis. And he said that people believe what they're being told regardless of the facts. And he says that the state and the government uses this and has been planned for decades. And then this was the thing that he said that really should open our eyes and and I, I don't want to I don't want to say this in a derogatory way. We we don't want to waste the time, but we want to make sure that we, as the word says, we redeem the time. Mm. We do the best that we possibly can to bring truth to people. But he gave this 25, 50, 25 percent chart, and he said 25 percent of any population is easily hypnotized. <laughs> and he said, networks are used to do this. Now, remember what he said about walking hypnosis. People will believe what they're being told, regardless of the facts. Now, he said 50% of any population is somewhere in the middle. In other words, you can reach some of these people. You can convince them. He said, then there is another 25% of any population that will not yield. And this is where you need to be. This is where we need to be, where we don't yield to the deceptions. Uh, I once heard a, uh, uh, I think he was a psychiatrist. It, he looked like someone that was around a few decades ago. And I was listening to this uh, audio video. And uh, he was sort of like an Einstein looking fellow. And he stated different things that happened, uh, and, and it would fall under this walking hypnosis type thing, I would say, without him using those words. But he said that when these things happen and, and they've produced this fear in these people through what you've been telling them and what you've been doing, he said that you actually destroy a part of their brain. In other words, their ability to rationalize truth mm -hmm. can be destroyed mm 
mm-hmm. from constant hammering like that. That's a dangerous place to be. And I believe the only one that can remove that, it can be removed, but the only one that can do it is God. Mm. But then they have to be willing to humble themselves and mm-hmm. yield over mm-hmm. for God to do it. And so when you when we look at the things that we're, we were seeing, uh, when we look at the people in the colleges and and we, I'm sure you all are familiar with having at Harvard University. Uh, when we look at that that type of thing, these minds have been so demented. Okay, they that many of them have been nowhere. They've been highly privileged, mm. and their minds are demented. Uh, you don't you don't know what those people, uh, you don't know what those people go through, and and I'm one who believe I wholeheartedly believe that. But Jewish people have gone through more more things than about any people in the world. Some people yep. may not like it, but mm-hmm. that's just a fact. Yeah, they have. You, if you go through the timelines, you go through the timelines of human history. See if you can find, let's say, three periods where there was a, some type of plan being hatched to exterminate the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brought into captivity, what have you? Well, it's, it's also interesting you talk about that. Just one thing we, you were talking about the mind control and so forth. I just happened to listen. I was listening to a, a podcast and Dr. Laura Sanger, who she's a Christian woman. I, I sent that to you, right? Yeah, I've listened to a lot of Laura's stuff. She's a yeah. psychologist. Yeah, yeah. She uh, talks about the frequencies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the four forty. Mm-hmm. That how it, music used to be tuned to 432, mm-hmm. and they changed it to 440 because it's 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 uh, it, it's irritating to the soul, and it also uh, coercive to make people you know, to coerce people into what they're believing. And she's she's her her handle on Instagram is Laura Sanger 444. Uh, 444 hertz is soothing and it's healing. Does this go back to being in the 80s versus the 90s? Because this is where I think music stopped being good. This just buys right into my theory. It may be, but but the interesting thing, during the podcast, they played, you know, a a note from, like, that's 432, and you're like, okay. Then they did one that was, it was Blurry Creatures podcast. They're very good. And then when it's uh, 440, Mm -hmm. 440, it's like, oh, you could kind of feel it. You know, yeah, it makes it, you sick. Yeah, and then 444, yeah. you're like, oh. Yeah, it's well, very interesting, and, and how the music being tuned to that, how that affects the mind and so forth. Right, well, I, I've because that stuff I've listened to for a long time. So interesting, guess who created the tuning forks that we use for music? I don't know. The Rothschilds or the Rockefellers, I believe. Oh. Yeah, it's one of those. I know it's one of those, because I, I went through all that information. It was a long time ago, though. So it's one of those. Isn't that interesting? Right, so music's intentionally being tuned to the wrong frequency to make us susceptible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, there's a whole deep dive we could do into that, <laughs> um, but it goes back to those elite families, mm-hmm. right? Also, you know, being yeah. in, it's just wild when you really go back. But I do love Dr. Laura Singer. She talks about ley lines and frequencies, mm-hmm. and um, fascinating. Yeah, yeah very, she, I'd love to have her on the podcast. Very interesting. Yeah. So this is interesting. So I've only known one Rothschild in my life. So I only have had one person that I've known, you know, that was a one of those famous families. Okay, let's just say it that way. And this particular person had, you know, his mom was not part of the family, but was, I'm not even sure that he was actually, his mom was married 
in. Mm -hmm. But because the child was one of theirs, you know, he took that name and all he had to do was take that name and he he never worked. Mm. He always drove a really nice car and um, and I think he got most of his money out of an ATM. So oh, that's nice. You know, as the only person I've ever known, and I thought, wow, you know, and you can see that they, I thought, wow, all you have to be is part of that bloodline, but you have to take that name. And I thought that was really interesting. Right? Well, we have to, we are going to have to do an episode about those, that particular the bloodline. And the yeah, because there is something to that bloodline that, um, when you, you go back, there's there's like a whole demonic history mm-hmm. that, that plays into that as well, which makes sense that all these like the petroleum, using the petroleum, the American Cancer Society, blah, mm-hmm. blah, you know, all these things tie back to all these ills that have happened, right? Yeah. So Rock, we'll have to do a deep dive. took over medicine and then we got the pharmaceuticals yeah. and so forth. Yeah, yep. A lot there. So there's, there's, a, there's a scary tie in there. And um, yeah. yeah, a lot of like, um, from some of the other podcasts I listen to, ancient like people that have been witches and Satanists for years have said they're not actually um, all human. There's there's something else mixed with their bloodline. Mm. So yeah. maybe we'll talk about that on one of the saying, episodes. I think it was Brian from High Impact Flicks. He he uh, he was saying that uh, Rothschilds had uh, bailed Trump out of uh, Atlantic City when he had all their problems. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. So this is interesting. So we talk about what Dr. Malone said, talking about this walking mass hypnosis, right? Um, Did he say MK Ultra was it that part? Because he wasn't he involved in the CIA. It's all the yes, psyops. Yes. It's all this is what this is what Harari's tapping into. That you know, if we control the information, if you don't think they control the information, go back and watch that movie, The Creepy Line. It proves to you that all they had to do, if you use Google to search anything and they control the information on Google, mm-hmm. then you will never know the correct information. And then right. people will perish because they have the wrong information. And if you don't think there's a problem, just look up any spiritual biblical thing on Google and then try DuckDuckGo and then try Brave. Well, they okay. say that most, of the, so they know that 90% of people don't go beyond the first page of their search results. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So just to spite them, you should go to like the eighth page. You can't. You've got to go one at a time. Now. You can't <laughs> no, pick I that know. eighth page, kidding. you know. Well, the other thing too, like during the pandemic, do you remember when we went to, you went to the World Economic Forum website? And right. they had the whole thing on COVID-19 and the diagrams and how they had everything designed. Yep. Right. It was all about the media control, how to do this, the message. Incredible. Yes. It, it, it's, you know. Dr. Dozier's leaning forward here. I, I, just, I just, I just, I just, <laughs> I want to say this and uh, concerning uh, Dr. Robert Malone, certain statement was made and people might be listening and say, but isn't, but he's some secular guy. When Dr. Malone was lecturing, he may be or may have been a secular guy. But one of the things he wanted to know is this. If the church leaders don't stand up, who will? And then he said something. He said something that tells me that with the things that are happening in the earth today, he is looking at what the word of God has to say about it. That's right. Because he mentioned, and I can mention this because it's not in counseling or anything. And he's on uh, television. He mentioned, he'd been talking to Charlie Kirk for a while. He said, and I have been asking him about Jesus. Right. 
because I want to know more. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. want to say for those of you out there who are listening, let's pray mm-hmm. for Dr. Robin yes. Malone. That's right. Let's, yeah. pray, let's pray yes. for him. Yep. Let's pray for him. He wants to know more. As a matter of fact, can we pray now? Sure. Yes. Yes. Lord, we thank you and we bless you and we honor you and we, we thank you for for Robert. You you know who he is, Lord God. You you knew him before he was fashioned in his mother's womb. And even as he uh, stated publicly amongst many that he desired to know more about you. I pray, Lord God, that you will reveal yourself to him in a mighty way and in a saving way, that if you have not already done it, Lord God, that you would draw him into your kingdom and that you will baptize him into the body of Christ. We thank you for that now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, going back to that, and I I got a point that I'm going to try and make here. But when you listen to him, he said that some of these phone calls were specifically because, you know, faith. You know, we all need faith right now. And I'm telling you. And another thing that he said, you know, when he was going through, you know, all the stuff that happened with COVID, he said, you know, the the, the prayer for him was to remain calm. And he said that some people misinterpreted his calm. But he says, behind his calm demeanor, he said he was furious. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And so you start to see here, if you're feeling furious, if you're feeling anxious, right, remember that it is your faith, right, that is going to get us through. What I love is about that passage when he was talking about this mass hypnosis. The Bible says, who has bewitched you? Mm. You think about the return that Jonathan Kahn wrote the talking about these return of these ancient um, pagan deities, right? These 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 wicked demonic spirits have begun to influence our culture, and this is why I'm going to say this: you can't understand your world if you don't understand your Bible. I'm not kidding you. You don't understand the hatred between you know Islam and 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 really Israelites, right? And so this goes back to a very simple story that happened in your Bible with Abraham and his children, right? And this is why the world today can't even find peace, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're we're seeing these wars and rumors of wars. Now we're getting into actual wars. We're seeing these things develop before our eyes. And the Bible talks in, in multiple passages, especially when the Olivet Discourse about how people's men's hearts are going to start failing them for fear. Mm-hmm. And we want you to know that your Bible is something that you need to be listening to. It needs to be read. You need to read it. Read right? it out loud. You need to turn off some yeah. of that. Te- you need you to turn hear off. God speak. Read your Bible out loud. You you yeah. you turn oh, off audio that. Bibles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turn off that TV. Turn off that four four four. That program now four four four. No, that's one. the good one. Four forty one. Four forty is the bad one. Four forty is the bad one. <laughs> but you the turn off cold. some of that music. <laughs> Turn off some of that music because if you'll do this, God is going to take this bewitchment away from you. That's what I believe. I really believe that you can't understand why what is happening is happening until you understand the covenants that God has made. Well, you have to have spiritual eyes. That's right. You know, if you're not saved, you don't understand that. You're kind of blinded, right? So as we get close to running right. out of time, we and never power in the word, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what that word. means, yeah. When you, I you gotta, hear it and read it, mm-hmm. it has a power. So I got a great question for you, and I have been 
Did we um, talk about China yet? We've never made it. So <laughs> you can see Israel is the one we needed to talk about today. Yeah. yeah because there's so much to be sure. said. But mm-hmm. here's what I'm going to say. That the Bible says that I will bless those that bless you. Mm-hmm. And I will curse those that curse you. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is Dr. Dozier's talked about how we we God never replaced Israel. He mm-hmm. grafted us in. So you see, what is what is in? It means in the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, so... And, and and God doesn't have races. He has his children. Right. There's, There's no such thing as race. There's no okay. Jew or Greek. So, Slave so, or free. So we have to remember these are our brothers and sisters in our family. Right. And it has nothing to do with anything but that. And that's why we need to stand with Israel. We need to pray for Israel. We they, need to they pray need to, for they Israel. Need to, they need to Amen. know that Yeshua is the Messiah. That's right. And I, I'm, a and firm, will. I'm a firm believer that you should... You should send some money there, right? So let me just make this statement, and then everybody react to it. But I have, Uh-oh. I have said, I have said, yep, I'm sandbagging them all. <laughs> Man, <he laughs> they is. already got the faces lit up. <laughs> so I have often said that the fate of America, where we stand in Bible prophecy, is largely dependent upon where we stand with Israel, mm-hmm. whether we stand with them or not. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So what do you guys think about that? I agree with that. I believe that as a, as a nation, uh, uh, a great portion has gone reprobate, but there is still a remnant which trusts in the Lord. That's right. Okay. So as a nation, I, I, it appears that if there is no change, we will move ourselves into a state of insignificance, uh, those who endure to the end, the same shall be delivered. And that is how I see things today. Because when you look at it, I see a cross between Sodom and Gomorrah, mm. which is we're worse because those were cities. We're a nation with 50 yeah. states and territories. And the Roman Empire, uh, vast, powerful, wealthy. But we will allow ourselves to be destroyed from within. That's right. So though, that is how I see things today from uh, my perspective, a realistic perspective. Dennis. Oh, you were pointing to Alec. No, no. That was a fake. I faked <laughs> how, him out. How, how do I see? Right. So your question was, how do you uh, think I've we off- should support Israel? That's right. Well, I'm saying right. that our fate, you know, again, there's not a lot of pictures in the Bible. We can talk about that sometime. Mm-hmm. But we we have to get into some significant the picture Bible. No, we have to get into some significant speculation. <laughs> what? Significant. That's Doctor Dozier's like. shaking his head already. <laughs> well, I know pictures. that we're I know that we're we're we're, in, we're instructed we're instructed to pray for peace of, of Jerusalem. That's right, and we know that our Lord's going to come back to Jerusalem. That's right. So, um, and I, you know, just yeah. from a political standpoint, being that Israel is the only democracy in the area, of course, we, as, as, a, at a, na- as a nation, we have and we should support them. As a spiritual standpoint, as Christians, we should, uh, we should do just what I said. We should pray for the peace of Jerusalem and we should pray for the Jewish people that their eyes are open to That's Yeshua right. as Messiah. That's right. They're not going to get yeah. a pass around Jesus. They have to come to the Lord. That's right. So that's right. That's, they have to see that, and that's what that's uh, what, it says. And what how I see it at this point. But I, I think that God's going to 
bring them back in because he's going to open That's right. the show there. Alex? Yawning, sorry. Um, you're my husband. So, yeah, I mean, I've heard all this. So, of course, stand <laughs> with so Israel. Pray for Israel. Pray for Israel. No. We, right. If the Bible means anything to you, and it should, then, yeah, we have to stand with Israel. We have to pray for Israel. So, yeah. This is our spiritual family, folks. This is what we're talking about. And, you know, they look like prodigals. <laughs> But we're supposed to pray for the prodigals. If we have the heart of God, then we're the ones out waiting. <laughs> like, oh, like the father was waiting. Because, you know, you got to remember that father, he he knew he was coming back. And that's that's the kind of father that we have. He yeah. knows who we are and he knows where we're going to go in our lives and these kinds of things. And he's the one that is is waiting, you know, for us to no, return. Like and so Dr. Dozier was praying for, you know, Dr. Malone before. Right. And he, very important point he brought up. Yeah. That God would draw him in. Remember, Jesus said in John six forty four that no one comes to me unless the Father draws them. That's right. We need to pray harder. That's right. And ask that God draws them in. That's right. And we're aligning our will with God's will. We are asking for God's will to come to earth, mm-hmm. and uh, and we also have to be open to us being conduits, you oh, know, absolutely. for that. Yeah, it's our job. That was my last question. Anybody else? Doc, what do you got? Two different questions. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. More <laughs> questions? No, no. You asked two different questions. Oh. So I, I guess I got a special question. I, I really I really feel touched. I got a special question. I was asked what did I think about the United States and its future. And, mm. and if, so I really feel touched. I want you to know I feel touched getting that special question. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Yeah. He came alive. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, yeah, if we... Do not, if there's not a revival uh, in the United States, we will not survive. Yep. The only way we're going to be great again is with God. Yep. You're right. And the reality is, is that we are the biggest um, supporter of Israel in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, we have to remember that. And that's something that is a feather in our cap. There, It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it's something that we need to stay strong with because you can see right now um, that the media clearly wants us to cave, right, mm-hmm. and um, and and leave Israel alone. But the more we, you know, revive that part of it to remember who we are, right, to remember what they have been through, to remember that this people group, um, you know, is special to God, and this people group also was how He revealed Himself to the world, right, mm-hmm. and so. But look. Because they rejected him, look what they have been through. It is just no one, no one, I don't care what race, whatever you are, whatever creed, whatever nationality, no one would want their people to go what they have been through. Mm -hmm. And this everlasting jealousy, because it did come through them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But it was God. It was God in his glory. <laughs> Sometimes he picks the underdog, you know. And uh, so so you look at this whole thing, and I don't ever, I have never ever thought, oh, I wish I was Jewish or an Israelite or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'll just... I'll just stay like one of these Gentiles. You know? <laughs> Never really thought, you know, all about that. But the bottom line is, is that God hasn't forgotten them, and He won't forget you either. And that He is the one who leaves the ninety and nine and searches out that one. And that is what's happening in the world right now. And that is why Israel is important. Why it is a miracle in our midst. 
and why we need to be remembering that they're part of our family, even if they haven't even come back to the fold. Yahweh all day. Hey, that's on my thing. That's on your shirt. <laughs> I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder who put that there. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Dr. Doji, you want to pray us out, brother? Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you uh, for gracing us to have this time. And Lord, we trust you. Mm. We trust you. We depend upon you. We rely upon you. And we need you. And when we say more than ever, we forever needed you. But even now at this particular time in our human frailty, we need you yes. more than ever. Amen. And we just pray in the name of Jesus that as we do this podcast that you are pleased and that we will that we're putting information out that is a blessing to many. So we thank you, Father, and we do pray for Israel. Yes, we pray, we Lord, in the name of Jesus, that, that their eyes will be open mm. to the truth of who you are, That's Yeshua right. HaMashiach, that you are the Messiah, you mm. are the anointed one of God. Mm. And even those Palestinians, Lord God, who 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 trust in you and rely upon you and and, and keep you and and and, and uh, depend upon you to keep them. I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that 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 your hand will remain steadfast on them. I pray, Lord, that many more eyes will be open to the truth of your word. And I pray that every snare that is being set against your people, that it will be returned to the one who's setting the snare. And we thank you, Father. We do thank you and give you honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you guys. Great prayer, Doc. Hey, this is Dr. Kevin again talking to you about Pro Tandem, and it's why we've changed many things in our office to revolve around an anti-aging program. Not only did it help me boost my thyroid, which is really kind of an untreatable thing when it comes to nutritional, but we also saw my testosterone go up. We also saw my cholesterol go down, and of course, my blood pressure go down. We've seen remarkable things happen in multiple people. This is because there is more science behind Pro Tandem than almost any product on the market. The biggest thing oxidative stress just like the silver in your house tarnishes so does every single cell in your body but when you take pro tandem you can reverse that process not by taking more antioxidants but by making more antioxidants and of course we're talking about the super antioxidant glutathione not only does glutathione function as an antioxidant, but it also functions as an anti-inflammatory. And this can help with a lot of autoimmune disorders. So go to the supernaturaljunkies.lifevantage.com, the Tricinegizer under anti-aging products.